Hey guys, it's me. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Custom Studios here in New York City. Um, tonight was, um... Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't even speak right now. Um, today was the Super Bowl, February 3rd. Actually, it was yesterday now, technically, because it's after 12 o'clock. It's 12.30, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but the Super Bowl was played... And there was some controversy about it. Um, mostly about the halftime show. We're going to get to that in a future segment. But for right now, there was some drama. Now, you all know I don't really talk about the Kardashians because I don't like them. And I don't know enough about them to be, if I'm being perfectly honest, um... I don't follow them. I don't generally read stories about them. But this one was just too big to pass up. <clears throat> so, Kylie Jenner is with Travis Scott. And for those of you who don't know, Travis Scott cheats a lot. He doesn't really get caught, so it's not really well known. But read the gossip blogs, like, they're talking about how he hooks up with fans and groupies and whatnot all the damn time. Like, all the damn time. There's never a time when when he's not hooking up with, with a groupie. Um. Anyway, so... Chris Jenner, who is the matriarch of of the Kardashians, decided that um, since her Golden Globes stunt with Kendall Jenner blew up in their faces, no pun intended, she needed to do something bigger and splashier for the Super Bowl. So the Kardashian publicity machine started churning out all these rumors of Kylie being pregnant and wanting to have more kids with with Travis Scott. And then Travis Scott accepted an invitation to perform at the halftime show with Maroon 5. And that got him swept up into a bunch of controversy which he tried to laugh off and said, oh, no, 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 I met with Colin Kaepernick. You know, Colin said it was cool. And Colin Kaepernick was like, no, bitch, you did not. Mm-mm. No, don't bring me into this shit. Um, and so after, after that denial, there was a bunch of, what do we do, what do we do, what do we do? And then the pregnancy and wedding rumors started. So, what what Christian would have preferred to happen is she would have preferred Travis Scott to make a big splashy marriage proposal during the halftime show. Now, these halftime shows are watched by more people than the actual football game. Um, I don't have numbers in front of me, and I know. Listening, you all think that this is a joke, but Will really yells at me to use production notes. And I realize he's probably right, but it's not going to happen. 
like I said before, it's this is a conversation between us. Um, but the, but the one thing I do want to say is I. Um. Anyways, back to back to the what's the 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 story at hand. Um. The halftime show can be watched by up to 100 million people. Not that there's a cap, but I think that's the highest rated one ever. Generally, they're they're higher rated depending on the artist. Um, Lady Gaga's halftime show was viewed by just a ton of people. A ton more than the actual Super Bowl was. Um, So, Kushner wanted Travis Scott to propose there, but that didn't happen. So Kylie was photographed supporting Travis at the Super Bowl, but none of the other Kardashians were there because what they wanted to do is prove that they are good. They're standing in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Um, And then it just so happens that Kylie shyly showed off her some sort of extravagant ring. Now, there's no confirmation that this is an engagement ring. There's no confirmation that it's anything other than a ring on her finger. But it's enough to get the publicity machine going. And that's exactly what they wanted. I'm going to go, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. This is... Okay, so... I keep talking about the blog. I'm working with Will. Will is just really fantastic. And he's giving me all these really great ideas. Um, and the joke right now is that I record... I record later because I don't want to hear him yelling at me. The truth is, that's not why I record later. Um, I record later because that's when I have time. Um, I've been super busy. I'm working on a true crime book. Crew, <laughs> wow! I can't speak. Um, a true crime book called "Love You to Death," which is going to be published um, on Valentine's Day. Actually, um, that was one of Will's suggestions. Um, I'm also working on um, kind of. I, I I'm billing it as a romantic comedy, even though I'm not quite sure that's what it is. Um, that's called Crazy Rich Homos. That's coming out June 4th. Um, in the past two days, um, Saturday and Sunday, I've written six articles, totaling almost 4,200 words. And that's, in that's on top of apartment hunting, which is a whole ordeal. And, um, my day job. So really, when like yes, I do want to avoid being all that for not using production notes, but I also want to um, give credit where credit is due. I think Will is brilliant. Otherwise, I wouldn't have hired him. Anyways, we're working on the blog, and this is one of those stories where I really wish we had the blog because um, I could show you the picture and. Um, this would make more sense. So don't be surprised when the, when, when we launch the blog 
if you see if this story doesn't come back and we're talking about it again um but there's a picture floating around it's the first time I saw it and allegedly it is Nick Jonas and Sean Mendez having sex um now for the truth of the matter here is all we see is two naked guys um one who the bottom is definitely um Sean Mendez's body type but I'm not going to say it's him at the top you don't see his face you don't see anything so there's no way to say that this is Nick Jonas all we can say is it's another dude because you can kind of see his dick up the other guy's ass um this apparently this has been circulating some people say it's been debunked others say no it hasn't I'm gonna say even if it's not debunked um the chances of of this picture actually being them is very slim for one reason and one reason only if that picture existed and it was truly Nick Jonas and truly Sean Mendez if if it was just surely one of one of them just one of them it would have been a huge story that would have rocked the gossip community the fact that it's two A-list celebrities and whether you like them or not Sean Mendez and Nick Jonas are both A-list at this point it would have been like a nuclear bomb went off. Every single gossip blog would have been covering this. The fact that they aren't maybe means it's not true. That's not to say that Nick Jonas isn't gay. It's not to say that Sean Mendes isn't gay. It's to say that this particular piece, um, this particular picture, might be a little bit misleading. Do I think either one of them are gay? I don't know enough. Um, we know that Nick Jonas was gay baiting fans for a very long time. Um, if you're if you're trying to figure out how posing in your underwear, um, teasing that you might be, or that you're open to it, that's gay baiting. Um, James Franco is actually brilliant at it, although um, rumor has it with James Franco that. He is, um, he is bi and has had relationships with men. I, I seem to recall when he first burst onto the scene, him openly talking about being bi, um, I don't know what happened with that. And people say the same thing about Rami Malik, that he used to openly talk about being gay. We're going to talk about Rami in a little bit too, just FYI. Um... I don't know what happens where these guys get get famous and then go back in the closet. Some people tell me, it's their careers, it's their careers. I'm pretty sure you're going to be fine. Neil Patrick Harris works constantly. Adam Lambert is one of the most in-demand singers around. Um, Frank Ocean is super popular still. So no, you don't don't tell me that you're not gonna work if you come out of the closet because it's bullshit, bullshit. Okay. Um, as far as the picture goes, like I said, um, don't be surprised when 
we launched um, Drunk Gossip, the blog, um, when that turns up. Because I do want to talk about it more, and um, I want you guys to see the picture. But as of right now, I'm going to go ahead and and call it a, f- um, a fake. But for right now, I'm going to go, and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, um, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Um, coming home from writing group, there were a bunch of just drunk straight dudes. Um, one was trying to hit on this girl, and she was not having it. Um, you know, and you can't be mad at them. I mean, you can be for hitting on someone who's clearly not interested, but... What I mean is you can't be mad at them for getting drunk and whatnot. This is their their Valentine's Day, sort of. Like, we get Valentine's Day. And whatever. But... This, this is their kind of, like, holiday where they get to do whatever. So, sarah, sarah. Um... The the um, New England Patriots won. It was really lopsided. I think it was like thirteen to three, which I scored higher when I played with my brother in law. We were um, me and my brother in law would play Madden's. Um, I I forgot like Madden's sixteen or something. Maybe it was Madden's fifteen. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We would play football on um, whatever game console. Um, X, uh, Xbox, I think. Xbox One. And I would score higher than that. And even if I lost, I would still score more than than 13 points. 13 points is like... Crazy ridiculous. I, I think the lowest I ever scored was like 14 points. And again, video game, not, not real life. I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to play. So, yay Patriots for winning, but I think your win comes with an asterisk because 13 points is, is not good. I mean... I, I don't know, is 13 points worth the hundreds of millions of dollars that was poured into this event? I'm talking, like... And when... I lived in Detroit when we had the Super Bowl. We had to build a new stadium. We had to build, um... Like, new restaurants and all that. Um, there was promotions. And, you know, then you get into talking about the player salaries and all that. I just don't know that thirteen to three is worth the the hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars that were um, that were spent on this. Um, you know what else wasn't worth it? The halftime show. Um, earlier I mentioned like the Lady Gaga halftime show, which was spectacular. Like. You know, people... There was a, a few complaints that Lady Gaga um, 
when she jumped from the roof into the auditorium, or the stadium, rather. There were complaints that it wasn't live. But at least she tried something different. Adam Levine and Marine 5 did nothing different. It was blah. It was... It was just honestly there. When the best part is when you're... When the lead singer takes off his clothes, that's a problem. Um, and, and, you know... Adam Levine really... I don't think he could have done anything to change the narrative this um, about this performance because he was already in a lot of controversy for even agreeing to perform in the halftime show. Now, make no mistake. When I say this, I, I'm not saying, you know, oh, no one should have done it. Of course someone's going to do it. You have an audience of probably 50, 60 million on average. If you, you know, Adam has the voice to sell, he had, um, there's albums to sell, there's a tour probably coming up. And, uh, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe the NFL will get a cut of, like, ticket sales or album sales. I know they tried that with Katy Perry. And she was like, mm, fuck you. But, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I can see that. Maybe I can see, okay, like, there's going to be a big uptick. But at least try to put on a good show. Again, you know, um, there's a meme on Facebook. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Um, it's a picture of Janet. No, well, th- there's two. There's one with the picture of Janet and one with the picture of a shirtless Adam Levine. And it says, you know, I, um, you know Janet Jackson is pissed off because she got in trouble for showing one nipple and the, the son of a bitch is showing both of his. And this is one of those instances where you have to say, hey, it's funny because it's true. You know what else is true? I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. And spoiler alert, in this segment, I'm going to say things that might be a little controversial. I know. Who would imagine that? (laughs) (laughs) So, this is a Drunk Awards segment. And if you're listening and this is a Drunk Awards episode, forgive me. (laughs) Anyways, so Rami Malik is really, really working hard to win that Best Actor Oscar. Um, and I don't blame him. You can, it looks really great on the made, makes you highly promotable. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. won his, what, like, 20 years ago or so? And he is still riding that wave. When he, when he was in Chicago out here, it was Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr. joins the cast of Chicago. 
And it's like, bitch, he won that a long time ago and he can't act. So let's not pretend here, okay? We watched him in American Horror Story Roanoke. We know he can't act. Um, be that as it may, we're, we're talking about Rami Malek now. So, as I predicted, he is really working hard to distance himself from Brian Singer. And he noticed, he or his team noticed that the whole I didn't know story wasn't really working. And I'm going to tell you why it didn't work. It didn't work because, for one, for honestly, one simple reason. There's no way he didn't know. Um... But what I wanted to, but I, but but what I didn't predict what he was going to do next. Now instead of going and acting contrite and like just shocked and horrified by Brian Singer's actions, he's gone the completely different way. Now it's golly gee. I have my own issues with him. Working with him is not pleasant. Okay. Here's here's where I, I'm wrong. In one instance. I ignore the fact that he actually did have legitimate issues working with Brian Singer. We don't know what happened. He's he hasn't said, and he probably will not say. Um. What, what actually transpired? Which is kind of a shame because I'm very, very, very curious. Um, what he would say about working with with Brian Singer, if he were allowed to, if they didn't have this weird hold on him uh, weird hold on him doesn't sound right let me rephrase that to if they didn't if Fox would let him speak freely I wonder what he would say because it it is very, very odd that he would say it was not pleasant, but then not back it up with anything. And I know people think I'm weird for saying that, but I mean, truthfully, look at that. Um, and here's another odd thing. Um, and this is one of those things where I just always... There was a scandal a few years back with Crazy Days and Nights, and it was alleged that the stories on there were not true. Well, here's the thing. Um, he, NT Lawyer, had a lined up about a, um, a disgraced director who was asked to remove everything. He revealed it to be Brian Singer, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Fox. 
And guess what? Like, there's nothing on Brian Singer's Instagram. I was just there. That's why I got so distracted for a second. There's literally nothing there about Bohemian Rhapsody. So, Fox is really trying to distance themselves from Brian Singer. I wouldn't be surprised if they paid him a lot more money to walk away. Um, Maybe that $40 million payment was in the hopes that people would forget that Brian Singer directed it. We're not going to forget. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, one of the things I wanted to... Um, that I forgot to talk about is I, I know I said I was going to try doing an, an all-blind episode every week. Um, obviously, that's just not going to be the case right now. Um, I think Will and I are going to sit down and work out the schedule and and see when we can do that. Um, I also wanted to talk about <coughs> one other thing. Um, I keep promising a special um, celebrity conspiracy episode and companion book. Those are definitely coming. Um, to be honest, at this point, I don't know exactly when it's going to happen. Um, I'm trying to time everything to um, the first year anniversary of the podcast. Um so it'll probably be sometime in March. I'll get you exact dates and everything when I have them. Um, also in March, there's a very, very, very strong likelihood that I'm going to um, I'm, I'm going to be in Disney World, and I plan on doing um, an episode live from there with a special co-host. I'm not going to say who yet, but be excited. Um, and that episode will have a lot of reality shows. Um, because while I don't watch it, my, my special guest co-host does. Now that we have all that out of the way, let's get to tonight's blind item. It comes from it comes to us from our friends over at blindgossip.com. For all the best blind items, head on over there. This one called it <laughs> this one is called she cries all day. Or she cries every day, rather. Wow, I am really bad at this today, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so it says, This actress should be happier than she has ever been in her life. She is not. She has a fairy tale life, beauty, money, fame, a husband who loves her, but she cries every day. She's completely and totally stressed out. She knows her husband loves her, but she feels like she is surrounded by people who hate her and want to see her fail. She reads what people say about her online and feels everything she does is criticized, and she can't do anything right. She cries at the end of every day. Poor thing. Maybe part of it is hormonal. This is clearly about Meghan Markle. Um, ever since she ascended to... Um, Duchess, when she married Prince Harry, she has been a white-hot subject of gossip. Um, 
And it's everything from she's a horrible, horrible person to she's the next Princess Diana, a saint, yada, yada, yada. I don't think either of those narratives are true, and I think they're both true. Here's what I mean. I think Meghan Markle is a human. She makes mistakes, but I believe she has a big heart. Um, Do I believe that she's a social climbing woman? Yes. Do I believe she's a heartless gold digger who only married Harry for his fortune? I would be remiss and a really bad gossip columnist, podcast, or whatever if I said no. Um, I do think that she loves him. But I also think sometimes with love you deal with things that you normally wouldn't deal with. In this case, the royal family probably really doesn't like her. Um, and some are going to agree with me, so I won't say I'm wrong. Um, I don't believe it's the color of her skin. I believe it's her background. She was a Hollywood actress. Um, maybe making six figures um, as a co-star on a cable show. And I think six figures is actually very generous. Um... I don't know what the minimum per episode is for an actor um, through SAG. So maybe maybe, um, six figures is accurate, but um, I would would kind of venture guess that it's either very high five figures or very, very low six figures. She wasn't in movies or anything like that, like Grace Kelly. She was on a cable show. Um, albeit a popular one, but not one that, it it wasn't Walking Dead size. Um, her family has caused nothing but problems for the royal family, and she has blatantly broken protocol for the royal family multiple times. Maybe it's because she doesn't ever have to worry about being queen. Or so she thinks. Um, I read a really fascinating story about how Queen Elizabeth never thought she was going to have to worry about being queen. And basically, her uncle abdicated, which put her her father as king. And then her father died in a relatively short matter. Um, made her queen. And the other thing is, Queen Elizabeth is probably the most powerful woman in the world. People will argue that she's just a figurehead. But that's not true. I mean, maybe it's true she's just a figurehead. Um, in the sense that you know, she wasn't elected and whatever. And she doesn't necessarily draft laws, but they still have to go to her and talk to her about them. And she still has to sign. She still has to put her stamp of approval. 
And so she doesn't, it doesn't become law. Um, so with Meghan Markle breaking the protocol and all that, yeah, the queen's going to get pissed. Because these protocols are there for a reason, and they've been there for a long time. So don't try to subvert them. You know, you wanted to be part of the royal family. You wanted, you know, whether you loved Harry or you loved the money, you wanted this. So play the game. If you don't want to play the game, get a divorce. And that's all there is to it. And that's all there is for this episode. Yes, I realize it ran a little long because I kept rambling. And I'm just going to say, hopefully that's why y'all love me. <laughs> um, um, until next time, I'm raising my red glass and saying cheers.